Today we're continuing our series about temperaments. In our last podcast, Tina reviewed the four temperament types. These are taken from the teachings of Marita and Florence Litauer from their book, Wired That Way. If you didn't get a chance to hear it, we encourage you to visit our site, calvarylg.com forward slash podcast, where you can listen to the podcast and get the quiz to find out what temperament you are. And then also uh, you'll get a printout of the descriptions of each temperament. My name is Megan. I'm on staff here at Calvary, and I'm so glad you're here with us. My friend Tina Angel is back with us. Tina is a licensed marriage and family therapist who, in addition to her own practice, is also the executive director at CCC San Jose, a counseling center here in the South Bay. Tina, can you review the four temperaments for us? There's the otter, the lion, the beaver, and the golden retriever. The animal references are used to make it easy to identify what temperament type we're discussing. I'll share the desire and needs of each temperament to set us up for the focus of today's conversation. How we can use this information to navigate conflict. That is what the real power in this tool is. So if you think of the otter, the otter is desire is to have fun. And what they truly need in communication is attention, affection, approval, and acceptance. When you think of the lion, the lion's desire is to have control. And so when you are in communication with the lion, there's a need for the lion to have loyalty, a sense of control, appreciation, and a credit for work. The beaver, the beaver has a desire to have things done well and right. And their need in conversation is safety, sensitivity, support, space, and silence. Lastly, the golden retriever. Their desire is actually to avoid conflict. They are the peacemakers of the bunch. And what they really need internally in any conversation is harmony, the feeling of worth, lack of stress, and respect. That is a fantastic overview. Thank you. Can you tell us why on the website and what our listeners can get, there's a full description of all types of of personality temperaments and things that characterize each of these different animals. But for today's conversation and and navigating conflict, uh, we've focused on what each temperament's desire and need is. Why are these two areas so important and how, how can we use these to navigate conflict? This is what's pretty amazing. The power in knowing the temperaments is in using this knowledge to navigate conflict. It's that it allows you to understand all the temperaments, not only yours, but others. When you know your temperament, you're able to spot when you are entering into a conflict situation. It gives you the opportunity to spot the conflict before it's gone too far before you've said something that you can't take back. So imagine like you're in a conversation with a loved one and you find yourself getting angry and the situation is escalating. That is where in understanding your temperament, you spot your stress and anger in the moment and you pause the conversation. Because you're stressed, your brain has gone into fight, flight, or freeze mode, depending on your temperament. 
And when that happens, your logical brain has shut down and you are in survival mode. When we're in this mode, we are unable to have any kind of reasoning, problem solving, and strategy because our logical brain is not there. Temperaments help us know what will help get you back to your logical brain so you can have reasoning, so you can problem solve in the conflict. And that is so needed in the conversations you have with people. Once you're in a place where the stress levels have lowered and you're now feeling calm and capable to have a conversation with a person, before re-engaging, it really is important to identify what resolution looks like and what is our motive and intent. If you can identify what the problem is that you are both trying to solve, you're in a great spot. The next step is to brainstorm a few solutions to the problem. Finally, you can re-engage with the person and together set a time to resume the conversation. What both people need when they are in any kind of conflict is to know that they are valued, heard, and want to be understood. So in summary, the biggest thing that we need to know in our temperament is who we are, how we show up in our stress, so we can know how to make better situations and being able to find peace with one another. Use this knowledge to identify when you're entering into a conflict situation. Pause the conflict, take time to step away from the conversation. Let the person know you're doing it because you care and you don't want things to escalate. In the pause moment, identify the problem and potential solutions. Re-engage with the other person in care, in compassion. There's tremendous value in understanding temperaments of our loved ones. That will help you also spot when they're under stress, when you're under stress, and only then can you both love each other well in it. Tina, thank you so much for that. That's one of those things where there's so much in it that I know I need to actually go back and listen to it again so that I can take notes and really um, take it to heart so that I can in those situations where we are in conflict, where our emotions are not stable, where the logical brain has left the scene, um, to really understand what you're talking through and understanding our own temperaments so that um, we're able to step into these situations better than, than we would be if we weren't prepared for them. Mm-hmm. So just to reiterate, in understanding... When I go back and I I look and find my temperament and understand these things about myself, that will then position me to spot when I'm about to enter into conflict, when I'm about to enter that fight, flight, or freeze state of mind so that I can pause the conversation, de-escalate it, get myself to a calm state where I can, my logical brain can be re-engaged, and then use that logical brain to identify the problem, identify potential solutions, and be in a place where I can re-engage with the person where there's actually potential for resolution versus entering right back into an argument. Yes. 
That is so good. Friends, we encourage you to visit our site, calvarylg.com forward slash podcast, and there you'll find the four temperaments we discussed, a link to the quiz to find out what temperament you are, and there's also a great bonus downloadable handout that Tina's given us that provides tips on how to approach someone who's offended you. Thank you everyone for joining us. We hope you'll join us for our next podcast as we take a look at unhealthy relationships. We'll look at how you can identify if you're in an unhealthy relationship and what steps to take to improve that relationship.